0: To on
1: with killers and the hundred dollar fillers To on with killers and we To on with killers and we all the killers in the hundred dollar pillars What's up? What's all the killers in the streets tryna eat what's up? To all the killers trying to get out this life It's rough It's rough Man Ground Zero, welcome back, man, it's catastrophic Man, Rashad lost his chest from that son of
2: Got us caring for nothing So why we tripping? Got the no. Got us that's problems, that's got, no. got no.
1: It, feeling so blessed, never expressed the feeling trying to give it your best. Needed some hope to stray me from selling some dough. How they promote these things from the glitter and go? How it unfolds, choices, shit, never will know. I've been thinking about my life, is it all an obligation? Feel so ahead but behind time Like I had a good start but end on time. Man, for real, I don't know anymore. Emotions just fading cause life is a war What to do, man, should I endure? Still feeling like my thoughts are just pure (laughs) (laughs) Crazy thinking how you act, boy Acting like you got the just fake though, no big no Shit, We got the crew, we got the vibe. Up next, let it marinate. No Jay Z, no Kanye. Twenty two, with thirty two. Dark room, boy, we make moves. Whole shit is so explosive. Shot it down, get up in the pad. out calculate while you fixate. What I speak on this mixtape, I'm up next. Get your shit straight. E Brown, boy, on another level, it's easy. Been doing this for years now, huh? Yeah. Man, way. I'm gonna make it Y'all are just faking You so damn complacent And I can't believe it now Y'all entertainment Shit, I ain't boss I ain't cold Wanna make sure that you know Gotta get control Don't matter what you think you know The trap on what we getting dough Nigga, paper flows. Cash amount is really something That is just as close Whoa Thought i really let you know, niggas really want to know
0: This is DJ Blake, and my next guest fell in love with hip-hop when I was 12 years old. I realized how powerful words actually were. People forget, but rap in its simplified state is poetry. After sitting down with this man during and after the interview, I was able to get a better understanding of what he represents. At the end of the day, the music community is just one big family. Which grandfathers, fathers, step siblings, and uncles that happen to be reverends. Metaphorically, this man is our Reverend. And he wants everyone to shine. So without further ado, Reverend Emmanuel
1: Brown. Never did it overnight, you did it though, it's time to go, swear to God, let them know, shit is easy, believe me, it's summertime and it it's breezy, feels good, yeah, believe me, watch them come you'll see me, shit. Gotta get my own way, and my own lane,
0: cruising down the highway. Welcome back everyone, this is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk, and today, I'm with a very special guest. Reverend Emmanuel Brown. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you sound like reverend. a Reverend. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. That's a first. That's a first uh, for sure. What?
0: That, you sound like a Reverend.
1: That's that's funny. <laughs> okay, no, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh that's cool.
0: But yeah, I'm here with Emmanuel Brown. This guy's dope. I love his music. Thank you. Very man. well produced. Thank you. You got Appreciate you got that. a nice style about you. Thank you. Yeah. Where'd you did you go to college? You seem like you went to like um <laughs> what what'd I say? Like you went to like Morehouse or something that's what you seem like the type of guy
1: not at all what honestly i did go to college though on uh let me think about this now three separate occasions ah uh, i'm still se- going right now actually oh. uh i go to shoreline community college okay yeah For music business so uh yeah wow yeah
0: that's dope <laughs> Are you, do you tap into your black community at all
1: i mean do you just mean like just on a Norm or yeah
0: like or like because you know like there's some people out here who don't really like think about like their culture or anything like that
1: i mean i wouldn't say that i mm. would say I, I, I yes and no uh-huh. yes because like i mean i'm black like you know yeah. that's just a part of it uh no because i don't go seeking mm. it i mean i'm not even from here oh yeah where are you from i'm from virginia oh wow so uh yeah you
0: definitely know more about your stuff and
1: for sure we're yeah. super black <laughs> over there i mean so it's like uh I mean, it's sort of like undeniable, yeah. you know. Like just being around—I mean, especially where I'm from in Virginia, is from Newport News, Virginia. Ooh. It's a little like small city, mm-hmm. and um, it's a big military place. So it's like a lot of it's a lot of different cultures there. Yeah. And um, one thing that I know is always true about that is that uh, you know you're always around different cultures. So like, the minority isn't black; mm. it's white. Mm. So it's like. When I got here and it was the opposite. (laughs) No, for real. Because, like, I remember when I first got here, like, it was cool. Like, I love it here. Uh, Yeah. And um, I remember we were in the store uh, and I seen a black person and they did me, they gave me the nod. I was like, what? I was like, okay. Hey. I mean, but it wasn't, it it was just weird to me (laughs) because, like, you know, on the East Coast, like, that doesn't happen.
0: Oh, because it's just so, yeah.
1: Because it's so normal. Normal. Right. But I realized, like, since it's like, (laughs) I mean, there's there's black people here, but I guess yeah. it's not as much. Yeah. Like when they see you, they're like, "Yo," <laughs> and it's like, "What's <laughs> up, bro?" Like we had somebody come up to us. Me and my wife were shopping. We had somebody come up to us in the grocery store. Oh. We never seen before. <laughs> black person they seen us in the grocery store they they locked eyes like this and they was like I
0: got you brother.
1: They was like no they walked over. Like it was a lady she walked over with her kid. She was like hey what's up? How y'all doing? And I was like we're good just trying to shop, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then
1: she's like where you from? And I'm like yo I don't know this lady. Like where is this coming from? And then she was like oh yeah we from Philly da 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 and I'm like okay. Yeah we from Virginia but we trying to shop. <laughs> 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 you know and um it was cool and then like the crazy thing about it was we seen her again oh, like no! maybe like three weeks later and she was like what's up virginia people we need to hang out and i was like what is up with this like oh, but God. uh that was cool though
0: <laughs> i'm dead yeah. i see that though it's like because seattle's like a melting pot but it's like a weird melting pot for sure that's weird i see that a lot i yeah because i guess we're like you're definitely like a minority out here
1: yeah i mean i love seattle though
0: yeah what are your opinions oh, i was like was it like a culture shock moving from because i've Done like historical black college tours out in Virginia. Okay, I've been there like twice, in like the same year. Like yeah, last you're year I, went you? I wanted to, but like radio's taken off, so I didn't have. To. I was going to school for radio. Okay, so I was like, if I can just cut the middleman and not have to worry about debt and everything, right? And already be like at the station and all that. It's, right, it's working out for me you know? for sure. But yeah,
1: I mean, you doing it? <laughs> um But you were saying,
0: but yeah, it was like it's like a culture shock because Virginia is so different.
1: For sure. I mean, the East Coast as a whole is so different compared to the West Coast. It was a humongous. It's so funny that you bring that up because (laughs) I, uh, in my last post that I just posted on Mm. Instagram, it was talking about, uh, the six years I've been here Mm. and how much has changed and like the culture shock. Mm. And, uh, it's a humongous culture shock because one, I feel like life is very slow here,
2: Mm.
1: which is, which is fine with me, you know, but, um. And then it's, it's so slow here. Everybody's fast-paced. Everybody's sort of rude on the East Coast. We're pretty, we're pretty rude people, but it's not that we're necessarily, like, trying to be assholes. It's just more of, like, we're trying to get it done. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, it can come off as being rude. Yeah. Huh. And then the further north you get, like, the worse it gets. Oh, no. <laughs> right? So, yeah. um, and the further south you get of uh, Virginia, the nicer people get, too. Huh. But it's still pretty pretty fast paced.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so when I moved here, it was just like, okay. I remember I was like going. I was like trying to move like I was on the East Coast. And mm. I remember somebody said to me, I didn't even know. Him, they was like, Hey man, what's up? And I'm like, What's going on? And it was like, Slow down, bro. <laughs> like they literally they said slow down. And I was yeah. like, What do you mean? And they were like, Relax, it's all good. And then I realized, I was like, Oh, this is different. And then I had to like take a um, moment to like man. really like absorb everything. Yeah, but it was it was definitely good for me.
0: Yeah, that's weird. I'm, I'm I like I like getting into like the mindset of that type of stuff of how different places are because I don't know I feel like I'd even take it for granted sometimes living in a place like this like we have like a freaking floating <laughs> bridge like. Yeah, over there like five yeah. minutes away there's just tons of crazy stuff At like this this is normal to me
1: this is the most beautiful state i've ever lived in people say that all the time ever and i mean mm-hmm. it's the most peaceful peaceful place i've ever lived as well mm. um with that being said like I, I joke with people who aren't from here as well <laughs> um like yo, know, like seattle and washington state as a whole i don't i don't think a lot of them understand how much of a bubble they're in yeah because is this is literally like one of those states like or at least from what I've experienced is like, they don't understand what's going on in America outside of Washington. Yeah. And once you get outside of Washington, like shit is real everywhere else.
0: Cause it's pretty good here. Like economy and everything. It's
1: beautiful, man. Like it is beautiful. Like I, I Mm -hmm. preach about this place to all my family, friends back home on the East coast, different places.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I'll be like, yo, like come out and visit, come out and visit. And they're like, "Uh, I don't know what's like in Washington. And I'm like, (laughs) the fuck do you mean like everything's here like like so really whatever you want to do you can go do it and like one of my best friends he's from virginia too well technically he's from new jersey i lived in new jersey a little bit Mm -hmm. but we both knew each other from virginia so we're we're very accustomed to two different ways of life from those two different places yeah and uh he's in the army Mm -hmm. and he was like yo i'm gonna come out there i'm coming out there for some training and stuff and i was like bro i've been telling you you're gonna like it because he likes to do outdoor stuff. And uh, I was like, man, it doesn't matter which way you turn here. Mm -hmm. There's something for everybody to do. You want to go hiking, you want to go to the beach, you want to go to the city, you want to go to the country. Like, you can do all four. And how many places in America can you do all four? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: That's why people need to talk about that type of stuff, because I think everyone kind of takes it for granted in a way. Of course. Especially if you've lived here your entire life. I can
1: see that. But you know what? One thing I learned, too, is, like, people who leave here yeah. and go to the east coast they appreciate it when they come yeah. back mm. because it's so different like i was uh i have physical therapy on my knee because i tore my ecl some time ago oh, Shit, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's <not funny. laughs> yeah it's
1: not it sucked but um <laughs> i was talking to my physical therapist and she was from here she went to ruckers okay. in new jersey okay mm-hmm. i was telling her i was from the east coast and she was like shit it's so different she was like i like did not understand like how great washington is mm-hmm. until i was there yeah and then i came back and was like "Yeah, this is everything yeah. so yeah
0: but i like how people can connect from wherever they are in the world for sure you know
1: for sure i mean you learn so much too man just from traveling the world mm-hmm. going to different states you know i've been blessed to go to a couple different states i traveled a lot so uh i've seen a lot of things and it's really like widened my perspective on life
0: for mm-hmm. sure and music too did i see that in your music do you, you have you have this thing called substance in your music you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Brode. i like
1: to think so yeah yeah for sure. you do
0: because like i think it's funny that i called you a reverend though you know like you're like you're full of words you yeah. know like when you think of like a pastor or something they it's they there's are they're speaking so highly of god you know right so they're not just gonna be like god is cool right. you know they're right. he's right. great he's amazing there's like saying so much stuff and like you have lots of like substance in your material in your music Thank you, man. And your newest music for the Killers, what's it called?
1: Yeah, Killers, yeah. yeah. That, that actually came out uh, almost, like almost a, year, a year ago Almost now. a year ago, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's that crazy. one was definitely one that, um, shout out to my man Fuego Gatsby. He shot that for me. mm mm-hmm. um, Shout out to my homie B-Boy Fidget. Mm-hmm. Uh Who else? Uh, the Man. I'm trying not to forget anybody. My brother, uh, Real Renaissance, they all were a part of that. Yeah visual and what we wanted to do with that was really just show like yeah i was talking about the street life and that record but we wanted to show like everybody's trapped in this space no matter the
0: business side too
1: where you're at like on the business side the street life if you're working at a bar like Mm -hmm. we all feel trapped in some way or another and we're trying to break out of it yeah so it's rough for everybody yeah i
0: I thought of the bartender as like A therapist in a way, because people kind of use their bartenders like that. They tell them everything. They go to the same bar. They talk to them about everything.
1: Exactly. And I and I got to give Fuego more props than myself because, like, when I was trying to talk to him about what I wanted to showcase, he really Mm. came up with that idea and we ran with it. Wow,
0: that's interesting. Yeah. How do you find like, because there are open minded people in Seattle, but like they're open minded to the point that they only work with the people that kind of see their kind of vision in a way. Sometimes. Yeah.
1: I mean, I just feel like. I'm one of those people. I'm open to anything Uh, until you show me. I shouldn't be.
2: uh, Okay.
1: You see what I'm saying? And how I came across him was, was I said, I went to numerous colleges. Um, I went to the art Institute of Seattle before it closed. So that's where I met him through another student there. And, uh, we started working together Mm. for a little bit. Um, and you know, that's how we came across each other. Mm -hmm. So yeah.
0: What's the importance of college to you?
1: I mean, I feel like it's something that people can definitely use, just depending on what you're going for, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you're going for music, you don't need school for music. I yeah. I don't feel like you need school for anything that comes down to, let's say, entertainment-wise. Probably outside of this, mm-hmm. like broadcasting, you don't need it. <laughs> you don't, because right. uh, you can learn it on your own.
2: Yeah,
0: nowadays. Twice
1: as fast, and... Save money. Save the money. <laughs> like the Art Institute were charging people $28,000 or more a quarter. Damn. Yeah. Like <laughs> when they write mine got that money to pay that. Right. Right. But but what they're teaching you is just the technicalities. They're not teaching you how to expand your creativity. And yes, mm-hmm. you need to know the technicalities. But what can you really do? To expand on that, how can you connect the two? If you're not Mm -hmm. a person that knows how to connect the two, how can you do that? Mm -hmm. Right? And that's the thing I didn't really enjoy about it. They went under, by the way, um, if you didn't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Hmm. So no. But like if you're going to be a doctor, Mm -hmm. of course. You know, if you're going to be, you know, a a cop or whatever, a lawyer, of course. That's a lot of work. Is a blueprint laid out for that? There is no blueprint to the entertainment industry. Yeah. You figure it out as you go. That's interesting. You know, and everybody's path is different. Mhm. So like what may work for Blake may not work for Emmanuel. Mhm. So that's just how I look at it.
0: Right. That's interesting. What do you think college is going to help you do? Cuz what do you want to what part of the music industry do you really want to Cuz some people use music like making songs to get into the music industry mm-hmm. and then branch off and focus more on branding,
1: right, film, right. I mean, the best and simplest way I can explain it, mhm is that my goal is to be like what P. Diddy is mixed with Dr. Dre. I wanna be a mixture of both of them. Because one, I believe in being your own boss. And when I say that, I don't mean like, oh yeah, like I got all the money. It's like, no, like living on your own time, doing what you want, when you want, how you please, right? Mm -hmm. And you can create opportunities for other people that you believe in, right? You know, uh, it goes a long way when you can share love and spread it, you know and, know, and don't want anything else in return. Yeah. And you can do that. And, you know, I feel like we're at a time in life where people expect something for support. Yeah. Like support is free, bro. Like <laughs> you don't have to pay for that. Mm. But some people feel like you have to, mm. which is dumb. But um, I mean, in, in all actuality, that's my goal is just to like really put myself in a position where I can help anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to do music, cool, let's do music. But like you're going to have to work for it. Yeah, you know, and I want to be able to give people that Mm -hmm. chance to do that.
0: How do you decide who you want to work with? Like right now, and then down the road, how do you think you decide?
1: Oh, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, It always comes down to work ethic. Yeah, it really does because, like, one thing I I, I've worked with three different artists in the last two years, Mm -hmm. and only one of them is stuck. Mm. And I say that because the work ethic right <clears throat> excuse me everybody says they want to do music right but then when it comes down to really doing it like doing all the work like yeah. you know getting in there recording is the easy part getting out there showing people like who you are why you're important how to book a show how to set up your um you know your your releases like email listing you know, video casting, uh, interviews mm-hmm. like this, right? Having a team, like all those things are things that people never see, yeah. right? And they either hire out to do that. And if you hire out to do that, they're usually going to take a percentage, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. just understand like, you don't really know what's going on in your own house, right? I want to know what's going on in my own house and I want to work with people who are willing to put that same amount of effort into it. Yeah. And they always weed themselves out. Yeah. Always do. So, yeah.
0: Mm. That's interesting. How do you know? How did you decide that music was for you, though?
1: I didn't, actually. Huh. It was one of those things I got into it on accident. Huh. Um, I said it in a song that I released some years ago. You won't find it anywhere because I took it off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, literally, how it happened was I was 12 and um, I seen some kids just rapping.
0: Well, that's young as fuck. You can't be yeah. like, oh, I'll literally, just ha-. when people say that, they're usually like, oh yeah, this was last year, but you're like, when uh, I was twelve. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was twelve, and I remember like back in the day, cats used to like beat and drum on the trash cans and stuff. Yeah. Um, this is around where uh, uh, the clips, yes. grinding came out.
2: Yeah. And
1: I'm from Virginia too, and they're from the same area of Virginia mm. too, so it was like a big thing for us back then. Yeah. And I remember that came out and like, I just seen cats rapping. And I was like, what are they doing over there? And I walked over and they asked me if I could rap. And I was like, I don't know. I, don't I know. tried and then I never stopped. Oh, wow. It really just, uh, the biggest thing that really hooked me to it was how somebody's words can change the way you function.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: what I'm saying to you can change the way you look at life. That's yeah. powerful. That is crazy. That's powerful. And I don't think people understand how powerful that is. So that's why I'm very uh, careful with what I say on my records because you can influence somebody to do something great Mm -hmm. or do something stupid. Mm. And I always want people to know, like, this is what I came from and here's a way out of it. Mm -hmm. Or this is how I dealt with this situation. Or maybe this is how I'm dealing with it right now at this moment and I don't have the answer. Mm. But, uh, yeah.
0: Wow, you were 12, though. That's really young.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I didn't take it serious. I was like eighteen.
0: No, but still, to think about anything like that—that's when I was twelve. Like, (laughs) my parents got me a keyboard, and I was mad that they got a keyboard because they didn't (laughs) want it for the piano. I was like, "How the hell do I play this, dude? I don't know." That's a very intimidating instrument, in my opinion. Piano.
1: Yo, it's the most beautiful instrument too, though. I think I really think it is. Besides the saxophone, but um, I I don't know of any instrument that just is better. That's true. That evokes more emotion. And it's in been around
0: thing. forever, too. I don't even know how long. How long has it been around? I have no idea. <laughs> 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 <I> just, <it's laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seems like something that's been around forever. And like, that's true. It's probably like the, if you ask anyone, name an instrument right off the top of your head, piano mm. or like saxophone. Those are yeah. pretty common. You sure. know, I'm trying to talk, dude. Kenny G. I want to talk yeah. to Kenny G. Man, I That'd feel like. that be dope. I think Kanye's the only one really who's like interacting with actual musicians that Mm. focus like rap has kind of gotten away I liked rap when you like focused on instrumentals or like Mm -hmm. use like loops of old records and stuff you know right it's cool that you can like make your own music now but I I, you like miss I miss like the actual instrument feeling in a way
1: well I feel like it's it's at this point music is at the point as sports was maybe I don't know like 10-15 years ago like when most kids grow up they wanted to play sports because of Michael Jordan, LeBron James mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And then when rap really started busting on the scene, I mean, it was around in the eighties, you know, the nineties are really yeah. hit. Right. And people started seeing like Tupac, Biggie. And they're like, yeah. I want to be at, and then the two thousands, like Nelly, all them cats. Yeah. Right. It's like,
2: <laughs> it's like
1: they see that it's glorified. Yeah. Right. And people see it's a way out of something. Yeah. So they're like, I want to do that just because it's a way out of something, not even truly for like, the love of what it may be. Yeah. You know, and um, I think that's just where that stems from. Mm. You know, and that's maybe why the music is a little different. Right. But then there are people who still are attacking it with that same passion, mm. you know, as they do the
0: sports. Right. Or whatever. Do you think it comes down to, like, race and, like, your background, too? Or do you think, like, black people can still, like, not appreciate the meaning behind hip-hop and rap?
1: Oh, of course. I th- I think almost any race cannot appreciate anything. mm You know, it just comes down to like when you don't have it anymore, what you appreciate it.
0: Right. That's, it's still, it makes sense to me kind of, but at the same time, because we have so many like talented artists, like, like Mm -hmm. Kendrick LeVar and J. Cole, it's just kind of weird to me how relevant Biggie and Tupac still are in a way.
1: Well, they were monumental to what hip hop was. Yeah. You know, like Tupac was the first artist like to really 100% show you he didn't give a fuck mm. like about nothing like i mean yeah yeah nwa ice tea was the same way ice T <laughs> you know but like they like he really showed you what was vocal about it yeah at all times right yeah. nwa was like vocal about it in their music not really like in front of people yeah and the biggie smalls was just like the biggest thing out of new york like mm-hmm. to this day like yeah. it still is you know like you can't walk around new york and yeah. it's like it's like literally like
0: how do you get to that level though? Is it just because they're the first to do it, or like?
1: I think I think it just comes down to like the content of what you're saying. Yeah. And how does it really? And it comes back to that impact. Like mm. your words really impact people. So I look at that as like, I was literally listening to Tupac Get Around on my way here. Yeah. Right? I, love I that posted song. it on my story because it's like, I Get Around could be like so many people can look at that song in so many different ways. Right.
2: Mm.
1: I Get Around could just be a song about. I get around, I have a good time, I sleep with a lot of women, right? Mm-hmm. But I can get I get around can also mean, like, yo, like, I really get around, I really hustle, I really do what I need to do to support mm-hmm. my family, and it has the same meaning. It just really comes down to, like, how do you take it? Right. You see what I'm saying? Or like, how do you want it? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, or,
1: like, the sky is the limit. Yeah. My Viggy Smalls, like, yeah. you know, that those things, like. Did they realize that stuff, though? I don't think so. Huh. I feel like it's the same thing with, like, the Nipsey Hussle thing. Like, I don't think, like...
0: But he realized what he was doing. He definitely realized what he was
1: That's doing. That's a good point. But, I mean, I guess I just mean, like, how much weight his 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 vocals held.
0: Maybe it's, like, the Bible in a way. You know? Like, how yeah. you like interpret it. Yeah. So, maybe they were just... maybe They're definitely talented people, but maybe it's right. because of the after effects of... Because they... Because they died so young, they can't really explain the meaning behind their music.
1: Exactly. It's so your interpreting man I feel like uh, there's a lot of artists right now that people are like not giving credit to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, when they're gone, they're going to realize how good they were. Yeah. And it's always crazy how uh, they say now, a lot of people been saying now, give people their roses while they're here. Yeah. And uh, I don't think people want to do that or know how to do that.
0: I think that's in, big in Seattle there's tons of talented artists in Seattle, you know, but like if you're not really in the music scene or any type, if you're a media in general, you kind of appreciate the music scene. Mm -hmm. Like Gary, he probably doesn't listen to like newer rappers in Seattle, but I I bet he definitely appreciates their artists out here grinding and stuff like that. And realize that they're actually trying to make a living. Mm -hmm. But like, if you're not really in the music scene, you don't really take it seriously. If someone's like, Oh, I'm an artist in Seattle. But I think if you're like in LA, New York, Atlanta, I'm an artist. They're like, they might, because everyone is an artist, you, I guess it's a, it's a mixture still, I guess. Right. They might think, oh, you're an artist, you're just like everyone else. I guess if you're like in ATL or anyone like that.
1: Yeah. But I mean, and that's fair though, but there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Yeah. You know, uh, do you know who Sir is? The yeah, Sir? bro, I love Sir. So I was watching, the, um, I'm still watching him about halfway through. I was watching an interview with him. With the Breakfast a, Club one? Or? No, no, no. It was on uh, Rap Radar. Rap
0: Radar. Oh, I have not gotten into Rap Radar. It's true. I listened to everything but that. But I, I have it on my, like, list, but um.
1: They got some good stuff on there. Yeah. They got some gems, but uh, I remember the first thing they were talking about was, like, uh, Elliot and b I was, like, how do you feel about being underrated? And he was, like, I don't like that word. Mm. He was, like, because at the same time, like, people will get around to me, and when they do...
0: How is he underrated? He's on TDE. <laughs> <I> mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, but he was, like, you know, I feel like people will really understand, like, you yeah. know, when they get around to it, they'll get it. If I did my job, they, mm-hmm. they'll understand. Yeah. You know, and, um... Hmm. Yeah.
0: But that comes down to substance. He definitely has substance.
1: I mean, but does it really, though? Because, like, there's a lot of music out here that doesn't have substance, but people really connect with.
0: Yeah. But that might be a generational thing also.
1: Of course. Of course.
0: Yeah. For sure. But, I don't know. That's really interesting to me. So did you That's what I want to know. In Mm -hmm. Virginia, so did you grow up, like... Your childhood was in Virginia, basically? Or
1: uh, I grew up in Virginia, New Jersey. I lived in Hawaii for a year. What the heck? I lived in uh, Italy for a year.
0: What? Yeah. yeah. So you're just, what?
1: Yeah. That's funny. I moved around a little bit.
0: Yeah, you have some culture behind you then.
1: Yeah, for sure. Both yeah. of my parents were in the military.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Um, my mom's from New Jersey. My mm. dad's from Cleveland, mm-hmm. Ohio. So they were just trying to get out of where the hell they was from. Yeah. You know? And... Uh, ended up in Virginia. Yeah. Um, I spent about half my life in Virginia though. Yeah. I spent a couple months and like a year or so in New Jersey. Uh So I've been around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a little a little season into me, How are you know?
0: How are artists on the East Coast? Are like are they helpful? Like do you f- see an artist that's like I people kind of hate on the game, but I mm-hmm. think the game is a perfect example of like giving back to his community and putting For like sure. Cuz Nipsey was great, but like at the same time he was very underrated, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, the game, people, like, respect him and know who he is.
1: People hate on the game because he's a gangbanger.
0: And and he's a—you know what? The only reason I don't—I love the game, but the thing I hate about him the most is—and you can look this up. Mm-hmm. He has reached the record of the most name drops per song. That man will drop everyone's name. But at the end of the day, that might be a good thing because he's, like, putting everyone on. Right. But I think that's so crazy. He does, yeah. like— it's like five to ten name drops per song, which is insane. <laughs> is. I mean,
1: I, I, I agree with you, though. I, I do think he's super underrated. Yeah, um, He's super talented. Now, I I was not a big fan of his music mm-hmm. until uh, Jesus Peace. Yeah,
0: I love Jesus Peace, dude. And yeah. I don't know anyone who's listening to that. Though. That's so disappointing to me. So you've listened to it. Dude, that yeah. the album was insane. He had it was. everyone on that it album. It was.
1: It was really good. Yeah. And then I felt like after that, he just took it to another stratosphere. Yeah with his music and and like you know like i said i think he's underrated and people don't give him the respect he deserves is because he's heavy in the gang culture mm. but that's just who he is yeah you know and people have to really accept who you are mm. and if they don't then you may never get that respect another person that doesn't get that respect is big crit you ever heard of big crit?
0: dude i love big crit. dude I you can tell me about any artist i don't know who they are i'm just kidding. I, like. kidding <laughs> I love
1: this stuff. Yeah. Big, big <laughs> Crit is one that doesn't get the respect he deserves. Mm-hmm. I feel like even though he's starting to get the respect he deserves, J. Cole doesn't get the respect he deserves. Yeah. I feel like he's starting to get it, but people are late. Mm-hmm. Like that guy's been the truth. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a big fan too, so I may be a little biased, but mm-hmm. um, Dude, like, he's dope. He's super dope. Yeah. You know, like the, the difference is, is like when Kendrick arrived, he arrived immediately like people yeah. were like Kendrick but i wonder if it was because they really believed in what he was doing or it was is it because of how quickly
2: yeah.
1: you know he i don't want to say he rose quickly cuz he didn't but like how quickly when he did strike you know what i'm saying like the world
0: just you know just like j-rock's underrated he's the one who put all that together mm-hmm. he's super underrated and like if it exactly. wasn't for j-rock he wouldn't be that big i don't think he no. made all those connections with, like tech nine yep. strange music all that mm-hmm. stuff That's
1: if it t- wasn't for him he wouldn't have been in the studio uh Damn. i watched the <clears> interview with complex it was uh what was it um they had so many dope interviews i wish they would bring it back mm. uh it was with punch okay from tde and he was talking about how J Rock came to the studio, and then Kendrick just showed up one day with him. Yeah, they didn't even know he rapped.
0: Did you see the what was that? He had that full on little docu series about when he got into that crazy like crash. Mm. J Rock.
1: No, I'm going to watch that.
0: Yeah, he got into like a crazy ag- crash and like stopped his career for a little bit, and that's when he started helping out with.
1: it. Yeah, I much. heard about that, but I didn't. I
0: didn't know. Yeah, it's like a whole series on it, and like he talks about like Schoolboy Q, and, okay, like, Kendrick, and all that stuff. Okay, that that whole label is crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what I was saying is, like, were there are there artists from, like, where you're from that are willing to help the city and put people on like that? Or are you kind of in the same boat coming here? Like, you're not, like, expecting – not I not expecting it, but
1: – Right. I feel like now they mm-hmm. are. Because, mm-hmm. like, one thing that people don't understand about Virginia is there's super, super talented artists out of there. Majors. Pharrell. Missy Elliott. Mm. Timbaland and Magoo. Chris Brown. Trey Songs, Um – forgetting
0: somebody my goo yeah, yeah yeah for <laughs> sure you know
1: but like uh, I know I'm forgetting some people but um yeah you know like they and this is just and this is what I always try to look at it from the perspective of what I may not know mm-hmm. I'm only speaking on what I have seen
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know that doesn't mean I'm right but um like when I was in Virginia before I came out here they weren't from my knowledge they weren't trying to help nobody mm-hmm they was out doing their own thing. Like there was no opportunity to go perform, to book shows, like to I remember a show we did back home in Virginia. I did it in somebody's backyard hey. with 15 people. And I got booed.
0: What? I got <laughs> Those booed 15 too. people. Oh my yeah, God. And I got
1: booed by all of them. I mean, it was the music was trash. So I probably deserved it. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, it's that was just like what the reality was then. And um, yeah, I mean I had an opportunity to work with someone, but it just didn't work out. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel like now Virginia is like really like trying to help Virginia. Yeah, from what sense. I've seen now and now, like I said, that could have been something that was going on before, and maybe the city wasn't with it or whatever. But mm. Pharrell and them now they throw a little festival okay. back home. They're doing it for the second year. So like Missy Elliott and all yeah. them, they rent out the whole boardwalk and reaching a beach and
0: throw. Morell's so. a huge inspiration for everyone. Dude, he's yeah. that guy's crazy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but how did are there do you get more inspirations from when did you start music though? So then I can figure out is it more Virginia based when you get like your lyrics and like or is it more from Like Seattle recording or? wise? Yeah, like did where do you get all your inspiration from?
1: Uh I mean it's a vast amount of artists. Does it's not tra- just from yeah. Virginia. Like my honestly a lot of my influence is R and B based yeah um tlc d'angelo seal maxwell no, not <laughs> seal. <laughs> maxwell uh tank. jay-z tank. I do like tank, tank. though he's have, dope have you listened to his new album i didn't know he came out with oh a new album i want to check that out um who else uh the clips for sure yeah they're heavy um it's mostly like more new york rap mm-hmm. new york uh Southern rap. I like J. Cole a lot. Right. He's super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are just a few I can think of at right. the top of my brain.
0: When did you start getting an audience? Is it back in Virginia or when you moved here? Or?
1: Honestly, when I moved here. Yeah? Crazy, crazy enough. Uh, like I said, the support wasn't real back home. Mm. You know, in most places, it never is. Yeah. And they support you when you when you <sighs> pop, you know. Damn. And um, I got most of my fan base here, though. Mm-hmm. and now it's starting to spread across the world a little bit so yeah. i'm getting i'm getting excited about that
0: do you know who cocaine is no he's like you do you know like mwa and like snoop dogg and all those guys mm-hmm. you know have did you listen to snoop dogg's first album i uh, probably yeah well he cocaine was like came up with like nwa and snoop and all those guys mm. like he like has tons of songs to all those people okay and um basically he just moved out to seattle oh and i got i had an interview with him needs to come out soon by by this time the by the, the time this is posted that'll be out too okay but basically yeah he was he's like 50 years old and like rap Jeez. became big like in the 70s or 80s you know right, so he's right. been around through all of it you know and he was saying like that's actually a big thing that you don't really get a lot of respect mm-hmm. at home until you go out you don't and then you come back that's what i mean real
1: talk like fuck when anybody thinks about macklemore Right, you don't have to like him, but that dude didn't get love until he came back here. Yeah, and he was popping. He had to go to Wyoming <laughs> to get on. Yeah. Like this is a fact. Or Wyoming and Madison. Like he went to he went to Wisconsin mm. and this shows in Wisconsin. Mm. You know, because like he could sell out ninety rooms, hundred fifty rooms, and mm. then when he caught a buzz and he came back and blew up, people were like, "Oh, Macklemore, Seattle, baby." It's like, <laughs> bro, but where were you like before? But you know, that's a part of this <laughs> game, though. Uh, like you're not going to get love in the beginning,
2: hmm.
1: but like that, that just comes back around full circle to like the artist you asked me about earlier. It's like, who really wants it? Mm-hmm. Because you'll keep working. People are going, people are going to kick you down and throw shit at you before they give you a rose <laughs> in this game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh, one thing I tell artists all the time too, and I, and I realized it myself, like opening up for people like bigger artists, when you're on stage and you're an opener, people expect you to fail. Yeah, they do. They don't come to see you do well. (laughs) They come to see the headliner. Right. So if you mess up and you bomb, they're like, oh, I expected that. Mm -hmm. But if you do good, they're like, oh, OK, cool. I'll give you a chance. And that's the point is to like, do it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's big. Do you do you make good connections in Seattle now?
1: I think so. I mean, we're getting there. Yeah, I'm just I'm just all about like connecting with people who are serious. who really want to do it and like i don't want nothing from nobody i just want a conversation yeah you know like you don't have to give me nothing right i just want you to know like hey man like i respect what you do Mm -hmm. and like if we can potentially do business in the future that's cool if we don't that's fine too but Mm -hmm. just know i respect what you do right and i keep it moving like prime example yesterday i was uh one of my homies shout out blair rose she um she did a kexp thing with travis thompson right as like a backup singer Mm. and um there was this chick who's a singer Z z sings i think is her name zahara Mm -hmm. is her name so i never heard of her so i just clicked it and i was like let me go listen to her stuff and i listened and i was like damn she's sort of dope (laughs) and i just hit her and i was like hey it's just dope i'm supporting you from now on and that's it (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like that's it like that's all i wanted to say to you was like i'm here to support you Mm -hmm. because that's the biggest problem: is artists or creatives or anything businesses like the ones who really succeed are the ones who can continually support each other with no ulterior motives. Yeah. Like the support can go so far yes. if you just do
0: it, right? Like it's free, mm-hmm. you know. So like, why not? Yeah, and you're su- you're supporting female artists. Are they the girls that you have on your album? Are they like from Seattle or? So Ari is from. Snowhomish, dude i just moved up to snow where do you I've stay heard.
1: where do you stay i stay in Marysville. oh wow yeah, yeah
0: you're not that far from me right now uh-huh.
1: that's cool we should do this more often but uh hey. yeah i'll be i'll be up there like and i met ari from uh from one of my business partners wow. who owns a studio i met her at the studio like he hit me up one day well he doesn't work there anymore the other guy but um i met her at the studio he hit me up and was like yo i need you to do a uh a, a verse for uh-huh. the singer i know and it was her yeah, and we've known each other since I've been here.
0: At least you're doing that because like a lot of, it's been really hard because I really want this podcast to be a thing that's open for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. everyone feels included. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll search for like female artists in Seattle, and I literally just don't really see I got people you. doing that.
1: I'll connect you with Blair today. Yeah, she's ready. She's that's hungry. Cool stuff though, that yeah. chick works hard, and um, she wants it. Mm. So she would love to do this. And yeah. the crazy thing is, she she has a song coming out. Uh, Sunday, her first song is dropping on Sunday. It's gonna be good for her, but uh, but see, you know what I'm saying? Like this is what I'm talking about. Like right here, it's like (laughs) connecting support, Mm -hmm. right? Like I don't want nothing from her. I just want her to do well because she's dope. I believe in what she does, right? Mm -hmm. And hopefully, it's reciprocated. And if it's not, that's okay because at the end of the day, I know that I'm completing my mission, which is what we were talking about before: is to help other artists get to where they want to
0: get. You know, it's weird. I, I don't label people, but I can like section off like different music sounds from different parts of Seattle. Like mm-hmm. Tacoma sounds different from actual Seattle. Seattle okay. sounds different from Everett, but I can't really put you like in like, oh, you're from up north, you're an up north type artist. Yeah. Because you do have such a different background. So it doesn't, I don't feel like wherever you'd stay in Seattle really would influence you completely with like what your sound kind of sounds like. You know? Right.
1: And I, and I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: <laughs> it's it's funny that you bring that up because uh, I remember before I like really dialed in my sound, mm-hmm. about six years ago is when I really dialed it in. I used to like try to like be different. It's yeah. possible. I didn't ever want to be compared to nothing. And I remember whenever somebody would compare me to something, I would change it.
0: <laughs> I would change it. Somebody would be
1: like, you, know, you know who the rapper Charles Hamilton is? I don't even know if he's still raps.
0: Charles Hamilton.
1: He made a song called brooklyn girls that went crazy back in the day like in the early 2000s but anyways like my cousin one day was like yo you sound like charles hamilton and i stopped rapping like that immediately yeah and then somebody was like oh you sound like tyler quality and i'm like nope gotta switch it and then like (laughs) now i feel like i'm really at the point like you can't put me in a box and that's Mm -hmm. not what i want anyways
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which is why i'm always trying to do something different with the music at all times
0: do you connect with artists from up north like there's, like, a huge collective, like, mm-hmm. like do you know, like, Camber Rose or, like, Jay Apollo? Any of those I do, of
1: those? I do know Jay Apollo. That name, I've heard it, but I can't match a face with the oh, name. Oh, do
0: you know Carmen Rose from, like, the Donnie Duce memorial thing?
1: I don't. I actually met him at Rainier Avenue Radio because I do some, um, oh, wow. I do some stuff there,
0: yeah. a lot of interviews there.
1: And yeah. uh, he just was there one night That's funny. before one of my interviews on After Dark. Shout out Gertie. Yeah. Uh, shout out Marina. You know, the whole after dark team. Right. And uh I just chopped it up with him. Huh. And then we went in the little uh the studio with uh That guy's so cool. Yeah, he's cool. We went in the studio, we played some beats and mm. I was just like, Yo, this is dope. i probably wanna buy this beat, which I should do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, It'll be dope if we can get on a record. It was me, him and the homie Rank Ramon.
0: You have a song with him? Not yet. Dude. But
1: we're trying to yeah. we'll see if we can make it work. If we can't, that's cool. You know, yeah. timing is timing. But uh yeah so he agreed so you know we'll see what happens
0: i have a thing where like i try to be as different as i can Mm -hmm. and like the thing i don't really see right now are like afros so i'm all (laughs) if i do see an afro i feel like i'm like oh shit i have competition now yeah and i have to say i don't agree this man his afro is not that big i'm gonna say it karma knows it's not it's (laughs) not i've seen bigger i've seen bigger ones for sure but yeah, this shit is super long. It's just, it's I mix so it looks really curly, like right. it sinks in kind of. But like when I pick it out, it's like out to here.
1: Holy shit! Yeah, that's crazy. It's super long,
0: but that's dope. I think it's, I is that different in like in Virginia or wherever you've been? Where is uniqueness weird in some places? Like, do you want to fit in versus stand out in different cities? I cultures? mean, I
1: feel like that's like anywhere people are. Afraid to be unique mm-hmm. and then the people that aren't f- afraid to be unique are the ones who are always called weird
0: Are you born that way then I guess or
1: I don't know That's a good question. Mm. I think you just got to learn to be comfortable in your own skin and fuck what anybody else thinks mm-hmm. That's how I feel about everything. Like mm. I don't care what you think like You can hate all my music and that's completely fine <laughs> right? Because there's somebody out there that loves it. Yeah, so I don't need to focus on you. I need to focus on the people that love it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know?
0: But do you think... I feel like there's a difference between, like, Seattle as the people supporting versus Seattle as the actual, like, the vibe of Seattle. I feel like right. the vibe of Seattle supports uniqueness. Mm-hmm. But do you think people... No. <laughs> not at all. That's weird. And
1: I may get flack for that, but no. I don't. Yeah. And I say that because, like, if they did... Mm. it would be it would be more it would be a whole lot more going on here in the music scene than it is mm. right i think prime example right um what's his name man like dave b yeah and travis thompson let me use them too as an example okay. just from what i've seen from afar Right, of course, I don't know all their analytics and everything like that, but they're going. Like, they're blowing up, right? I don't hear nobody in Seattle outside of the music scene giving them love. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how many people, like, I walk up to on the street, and I'm like, yo, you know who Travis Thompson is? And they're like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, bro, he's from here. Yeah. Like, what
0: do you mean? That's so funny.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy, but, like, in Atlanta, L.A., Chicago, Florida, New York, Mm -hmm. they know. who's in a city and they know who's hot and they support them and it's crazy because it always comes back to that support is free thing right or Mm -hmm. like support doesn't cost a lot like people complain about i tell people all the time people complain about like not hearing new music by new artists but then when there's a new artist who presents his music to you you don't give him a shot yeah and it's like well what do you want
0: hypocritical
1: exactly it's like what do you want Yeah. It's but I I think I've come to the realization is people are comfortable with what they know, Mm -hmm. and discovering the unknown is scary.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Because like you know what you're gonna get from Drake. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. But you don't know what you're gonna get from Emmanuel Brown. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like I'll stick with Drake, even though I'm tired of his shit. Like I'll stick with Drake.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's weird. He's he like he goes out of his box and like does different things like that, but it's not like i don't really think of any of his music as different that's really. fair i mean yeah because he's done he's i think he branded himself that way yeah of course you,
2: hmm.
1: but i mean like you get what i'm saying like yeah, it's not makes even sense, though yeah it's I get not even saying. the sense of like him being super that abstract deep. or yeah. whatever but like you know once you're already built up like that mm-hmm. people are gonna they'll just go with it right you know but if you're coming up
0: it's it's a total different thing. It's a
1: total different thing,
0: man. They take it as a joke. It's like a, Yeah. then yeah.
1: it's okay. Because like, like I said, like, the, it all comes back full circle in my mind to like, you really see who's really with it
0: mm-hmm. and
1: who's not. Because like, yeah. you, can you handle it?
0: Right.
1: <laughs> can you handle like people thinking you're a joke? Yeah. All the time?
0: Right. That's why sometimes you have to leave the city and come back. Yeah. You know? Do you think you people brand themselves without even realizing it?
1: Like, of course. Huh. I do. Honestly, I say that because for me, myself, like I feel like now people look at me as Reverend Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Reverend Brown, like uh a guy who is very motivational, as people say to me, like like a lot of people I know say I put like that that battery in your back to like right. make you want to go get it. Right. And that's just me just talking from experience. Yeah. Like the things I've been through is like, you know, um, I, knew, I know a guy who, uh, who wants to get into music, right? Mm-hmm. And he said to me one day, he used to work with me, he said to me one day, he said, Bro, like, you know, one thing I'm really scared of is like a person who knows, like, who's big in the industry tells me my music sucks. Psst. And I was like, mm, Don't get in this shit. I was like, What the hell do you mean, bro? And I yeah. was like, You know how many people are gonna tell you you suck <laughs> on a regular basis? That doesn't mean anything, right? And then he was like,
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> just like,
1: and I'm like, okay, like I really charged them up. You know what I'm saying? Like just like things like that. Like I've had so many people tell me like, yo, like you be like you be spending so much gems, and I'm like, bro, I'm just like telling you like mm-hmm. what I did. right That's it. Like I and and like that's how I branded myself. I didn't mm-hmm. even know it. Like I didn't even know yeah. that's what I was doing. Just being myself. And now I have to embrace it. Right. You know, it's like, okay, I can be Reverend Brown <laughs> and it's okay. You know what I mean?
0: I think it comes from like where you come from and like your upbringing though. I think you that's know? a
1: part of it. I think it's, it's your upbringing where you come from in life Yeah. and learning how to adapt with life because yeah. life will throw so many things at you and you really have to decide how you want to combat it. Yeah. You can go left or you can go right, you know, and mm-hmm. left is going to hold consequences and right is going to hold consequences and they may hold rewards as well. Mm-hmm you know what i'm saying it's yeah. just like it just really like it, it comes back to like what the what we were saying about the game right like he's underrated and i feel like it's because of his past but guess what he's not out there gang banging no more <laughs> right. he's definitely talking about the life because he has stories about that life mm-hmm. but this dude is a businessman
2: mm-hmm.
1: right and people can't get past the tattoos and the gang banging music yeah right and it's like but this dude's a businessman You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And like, that's the thing is, like, he learned how to separate the two. He may talk about it, but he's not, I mean, okay, he may go back home to the street, you know what I mean? But like, he's not out there actively doing that anymore, Mm -mm. you know? And that's the thing people have to separate, right? In my music, I may talk about like a lot of gang related stuff, stuff of being empowerment as well, but like, that's not who I am anymore. Mm -hmm. That's who I was, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's a difference.
0: What are your opinions on have you heard the word transplant yet
1: i have but ex- elaborate please
0: i didn't realize it until it's so crazy like if i if i honestly think about it i have it's only been like four or five months that mm-hmm. i've actually started taking like the podcast and stuff seriously and i've learned so much stuff it's so funny like it's like if if it's weird because like if you're not actually in the music industry or anything like that you don't mm-hmm. really understand all this stuff until like yeah, it's, it's just weird it's, just, it's a whole other community inside of a community I believe it for sure but basically transplant I guess is a supposed to be like a I think when I hear it it's supposed to be like a derogatory word towards okay. people that move to Seattle outside of Seattle from like <laughs> and they <laughs> like funny. try to be part of the music scene so like they have like music scene slurs <laughs> for people I guess oh you're just a transplant because like uh... they see like they. this supposedly like stereotype of transplant is that they see like Seattle as like a clean slate or something I mean, and, they can is, brand, and they can brand it as their own
1: though. it is but you know what at the end of the day i feel like i feel like there's bullshit number one and i feel I uh-uh. okay i take that back i feel like there is truth to people moving here and taking advantage of the music scene mm-hmm. as it being a clean slate number one two i don't agree with it because like if that's the problem that you have then step your hustle up yeah right yeah
0: that makes sense <laughs> simple that's simple as simple as hell <laughs> like step your game up oh,
1: man. i mean i'm pretty sure they called j cole a transplant when he went from fayetteville to new york yeah right but if you're in new york and you're not taking advantage of what is there for you mm-hmm. i will <laughs> i will <laughs> yeah. call me what you want i'll do it <laughs> you know so that's just how i feel about it it's like mm-hmm. people are easy to they're they're really quick to criticize something because they're not doing it themselves
0: right yeah That makes sense. (laughs) What is something that you want people to know about you that they can't get from your music?
1: That they can't get from my music? I love my family. Mm. I love my family. And nothing is more important than that. Nothing. Um, Because without... I love my family, and I love the people that are closest to me in my circle because they helped me become who I am today. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't do this on my own whatsoever. Like, I'll never sit here and say that like I was on a really bad path and they straightened me up mm-hmm. quick and it's just out of the love so like I, I'm forever grateful for that mm-hmm. that's what people should know
0: mm-hmm. and should you have a wife you're married
1: I'm I got a I got a wife I got a kid too that's crazy but yeah I want to do,
0: do when you uh, that's Brooke by the way you oh just, for real you just miss
1: Brooke <laughs> oh yeah. So, yeah I love Brooke So Brooke <laughs> but um my wife loves this show yeah
0: but basically like do is your wife from where's she from
1: she's from virginia too but we're from two different parts of virginia she's from the country i'm from the city
0: do you think when it comes to relationships you should find someone who has like a total different like background from you or should you Mm. they be similar to you because i think it's interesting to be with people who have a total different background you get a different perspective
1: definitely that's 100 percent true but i think it could go either way huh because you can have somebody who's from the same environment as you and can be totally opposite hmm. as well, you know?
2: Hmm.
1: And don't want to get trapped in their situation or wherever they're from. And then you can have somebody completely from a different place and want to get trapped in their situation. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like it can go either way.
2: Right.
1: My wife was, uh, she, is, she came from a completely different background from me. So, uh, like, a lot of things for me, like, I learned for the first time Like now, like, you know, I'm grown as hell. Like, you know, like, um, like baby showers. Like I've never been to a baby shower in my damn life. (laughs) So like when we were talking about having one, I was like, she's like, yeah, we got to get this and this and this. And I'm like, why the fuck we got to get that? And she's like, it's a baby shower. And I'm like, I've never did that. And she was like, oh, yeah. Or like, you know, a gender (laughs) reveal. I'm like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) That type of stuff. You know, what I like that type of stuff or like. Just, like, family, like, yeah. super family, collective stuff, like, Thanksgiving. Like, mm. I never did that stuff. Like, mm. I had Thanksgiving, but it was, like, you get a plate, you go to your room. That's it. There was, like, no sense of family. So, like, when I got around her family and I seen all that, like, it was, it was like, eye-opening to me. It was, like, yo, like, this is, like, what people do?
0: Well, yeah, it must make you feel complete, though.
1: It does. Yeah. It does. It's something I can never replace. And uh, that's why family is super important.
0: Yeah. I like to hear that. Yeah. What do you think Seattle supports the most if there was like one type of thing? Sports. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Why For do you sure. think that is? Because I don't like we have a good sports team, but they're not like the craziest. Yeah. Like, the Mariners aren't really that good. I Seattle think it's or-
1: because I, I, and this is just me being a transplant, right? <laughs> <laughs> and not uh, really knowing what else is, um, like what the history is in mm-hmm. sports here. But like, I feel like that dynamic change on the Sonics left.
0: mm yeah,
1: you see what I'm saying? So like now it's something they own, and they're like, we gotta hold on to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if the music scene left Seattle,
0: it wouldn't be a huge thing. <laughs> well,
1: but, but, just, but what like, I'm saying is, Se-i- just like
0: people people will miss it. I feel like they'd miss the Seahawks more. Of course, hundred percent.
1: But what I'm saying <laughs> is, it's like if you take if you take like this away, you take your podcast away. You yeah. take Brick and Jubal in the morning away. You take away. Uh, I don't want to say. Is Q ninety three your competitor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> well, let's say like you just take them away. Those guys. No slurs. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing none of that. But um, but like people will be like, uh, you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, damn, I wish we had music here.
0: Yeah. You see, what, see what I'm that. saying? But I think I'm trying. I'm asking this a lot to people lately. Do you think? Russell Wilson or Macklemore is more impactful. Right?
1: Russell Wilson, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, it's, and I think his ass backwards. And you know what's crazy? Russell huh. Wilson is from Virginia.
0: What? Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. He's from a, he's an hour away from where I grew up.
0: Imagine how weird that is, though. He, like, embodies Seattle, and he's not from Seattle. Well, that is Seattle, though. I mean, Seattle's, like, a melting pot. That's bot. what I'm
1: saying. But, like, Macklemore and he's from literally here. put put this place on the map outside of Pink Floyd. and Yeah. You know, isn't Nirvana from here? Yeah. And Nirvana. But, like, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like, millennials, like, us coming up now, like, they resonate with Russell Wilson, Macklemore, Travis Thompson, you know, yeah. uh, Paris Alexa, yeah. Dave B, like, but you're right. Russell Wilson is 100% the guy. That's crazy. Like, you bring his name up to anybody, even if you don't watch sports, you know who he is. Yeah, that's but, crazy. It is. But you bring up Macklemore, people are like, what the fuck is Macklemore? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, what?
0: Like Yeah that's crazy yeah that's crazy especially because he has sierra now and all that shit like that's like that's mm-hmm. insane that's crazy to me yeah that's insane wow i don't is it is it just because people respect sports or is it just because of how he his upbringing and everything and just has more mm-hmm. to offer in a sense
1: that's even a better question i don't have how to answer to that hmm. i don't know how to answer to that um i would think it's just sports though right for sure i don't think people give a fuck about your upbringing because <laughs> at the end of the day if you win That's all that matters.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, what is some advice they have for up and coming Seattle artists, creators, Mm. influencers?
1: Mm. Do all the work. Don't skip shit. Yes. You skip anything, you're going to lose. Yes. You try to cut corners, you're going to lose. Do all the work. Do all of it. If you really want this, do it all. Don't come, you know what? The biggest thing don't blame anybody but yourself. Everything is your fault. Mm. Everything. And I say that even like, I'll give you an example, right? I uh, I was supposed to be, I shot a video probably like two months ago with a guy who was supposed to come out with my new project, um, which drops next month, by the way. And um, yeah, it was supposed to happen in like two weeks. Don't have it, I haven't mm. heard from him whatsoever. Yeah. And guess whose fault it is? Mine. Even though I had nothing to do with it, it's my fault because I should have been better prepared and known that this could have happened. Right. So I can't blame nobody except myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't take the action to fail myself, but I still fail myself. And people need to stop pointing blame at anybody except themselves. It's your
0: fault. Mm -hmm. It's your fault. That's fair. What are some final words you have for Seattle? That's it, man. That's it. Anything you want to promote? What's this new project called?
1: New project's called Vibes. Comes Vibes. out February 12th.
0: Hey, why not Why not on Valentine's Day? I can't compete with major artists, man. Oh,
1: yeah. That's, that's all about marketing here, <laughs> right? Like, I can't drop something on Valentine's Day and they be like, yeah, Emanuel Brown. They're going to be like, yeah, fuck him. They're going to be like, where's, where's Sierra or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, But that's why. February 12th, um, Vibes. It's an EP we've been working on for about the last year and a half. Shout out to the Darkroom team for uh, helping me with that. Shout out my man Fresh C for the cover art for that, too. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yes. I'm excited for it. Good vibration show, too, uh, on the 15th of February. Hey. You know what I mean? You're in Snohomish. I'm going to give you a ticket. Oh, thank you. Pop up. Thank um, you. You can get one, too, Gary, if you want to come. <laughs> but, shout uh, out, Gary. Shout out, Gary. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's it, man. What's the easiest way to reach you? Uh, you can find me on all social media, Music by E. Brown, um, and then YouTube, Emmanuel Brown. E M A N
0: U E L. No funny spelling. Brown. Awesome. This is DJ Blake and? Emmanuel Brown. Thank you, Reverend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
2: DJ Blake.